off with, uh, man, how's the uh, how's the pandemic been on you and everybody uh, and your family? I mean, the whole the whole world's going crazy right now. Yeah, uh, man, I'm I'm I've been super fortunate to pandemic. Uh, I th- I think uh, so. I have I try to have like a, like a positive mindset side mindset to uh, through everything. Um, so for me, when the the whole pandemic started, um, uh, I'm a personal trainer, so I lost my job technically. I deemed uh, unnecessary. Uh, what I did was I bought the gym that I was working at, uh, redesigned it, refinished it. I'm sitting there right now. Um, did all that. So re- I bought the gym, redid it. Um, now I'm a gym owner. Um, so the pandemic's actually worked out better for me. So now I have, you know, I have, I have my job. Um, gym's open, running a gym. Uh, got a UFC fight on two days notice. So, I mean, that works out well too. My wife and I just bought a new house. So actually, pandemic's actually worked out pretty well for me. I really can't be upset about it. I want to talk about I want to talk about that fight specifically. I mean, I know it didn't go your way, but you came in on, like you said, two days notice. I mean, what was the, the, the mentality like throughout the pandemic? Was it like stay ready in case there's a call or or how did you even come about knowing that there's an opportunity there for you? Uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, I always stay ready. I'm always training. I don't ever uh, quit training. I'm in the gym every single day. Uh, the, the intent behind training isn't always fight camp, but, you know, uh, with training every day, I was still ready. Uh, I knew I was... I knew I was on the cusp of getting a call in, you know, 24 hours, 48 hours, whatever, whatever the time was. The mindset was just be ready whenever that phone call comes. That was that was my mentality. Um, I was going to do whatever I could to get in the UFC, whether it was a short notice fight, whether it was contender series, whether it was anything like that. Uh, I was prepared for that. Uh, the phone call came about just uh, that Thursday. My manager called me and said, hey, can you drop everything, get on a plane and uh, be here, be in Vegas? You know, the plane leaves at 3, 3 p.m. Can you do that? Mind you, it's 1245 uh, and I'm at work, canceled all my clients, ran home, grabbed a suitcase and booked to the airport just, you know, on, on excitement and, and panic at the same time. Uh, There's a, uh, I mean, you see both sides. Justin James had it. He uh, he came in a few days notice, ended up winning. Ray Rodriguez a couple of weeks ago, same thing. He like, he like accepted the fight the day of, like it was crazy. Um, so you, you see it both ways. Sometimes you lose, sometimes you win. Was there any hesitation to be like, you know what, at this point in my career, I got to make sure I do this right. You know, I know I'm, the UFC's opportunity is right there. I may never get it again, but it is two days notice. Was there any hesitation? I mean, there's also the pandemic and all this other stuff going on. Was there ever a doubt in your mind where you were like, maybe it's not, uh, maybe it's not the time? Absolutely not. No, that never. And uh, with all the shit stacked against me, I was still like, this is this is what I've been working for, regardless of the situation. Regardless of what stacks in front of me, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity and just run with it. Um, that being said, man, now you've got an actual fight camp. You know, you got some time to train. Your opponent's been announced, Cole Williams. How do you feel about that fight? I think it's a great fight for me. Um, yeah, I think we're we're both 0 1 in the UFC, but I I, I think um, if you look at if you look at it on paper, I'm way more athletic than he is. Uh, I think I have a lot more tools than he does. Um, you know, he's, he's a good wrestler, good rear hand, but you know, we're preparing for that. I, I, I think my athleticism will, will, will outshine him. Uh, I think my power will beat him too. So I'm, I'm excited about the fight. Uh, I also, I also fought one of his teammates. So I know that has to be playing, playing a factor in the whole thing. Uh, I fought Mark Lemminger a couple years ago. So, so I, I feel really good going about the fight. 
do you focus mainly on your opponent or do you do you focus mainly on you? Like I've heard both sides. Some guys like dissect and they, they study their opponent day in day in and day not day out. Like do you do you do that or do you focus on, on your own game plan and, and, and whatever he does, he does? Um yeah, so this is actually the first time I've ever had a camp. Like actually had a fight that's that's uh that's ten weeks out. Like I've never I've never it's always like, Hey, you got three weeks, can you can you fight? Sure, not a problem. Can you fight in forty eight hours? Sure, not a problem. Um so I've never actually had the time to like sit down and dissect a person. Like I think I fought on three, four weeks. Um, my the last fight before the UFC was about four weeks, so I had time to like know who the person is, look at it. Um, I'm the type of person that I focus on me. Uh, I can't I can't control what he's doing. I know I can train harder. I know I can work harder. I know I can put in more effort than he can, and that's all I can control. Um, so he can do whatever he wants to. I have my coaches to kind of game plan for me and set up specific stuff that will work for me in the fight. But for me, I focus on me. So your last fight, uh, Takashi Sato, I don't want to go into it a whole lot. We didn't see a whole lot of you. Um, it was short notice. There's a lot of reasons that, that it didn't play out the way it should have. Um, that being said, what's the biggest lesson you took from that fight um, that you're going to apply to the uh, the Cole Williams fight? Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of lessons you can't take from a 40-second fight. Um, but it just... it. The, the lesson I learned is is the intent that I'm putting in the gym is is different, right? When, you know, I was training for that fight, I was in the gym, I was working, but it wasn't with intent to go out and fight. It wasn't for the intent to go out and win. Uh, I wasn't competing. I was just in the gym, getting better, learning, all that stuff. For this fight, it's literally I'm I'm competing every day. I'm, I'm finding the best training partners I can that mock him. I'm doing everything I can to uh, better myself for this fight instead of just, you know, being in the gym you hear it with guys like donald cerrone where before they even go in the fight they know that they're not ready um like you know it's like mentally they weren't there even though physically that he feels great do you feel like that had something to do with it as well like i only had two days really to even mentally focus that i was going to get into a, a, a fight where he's going to try to kill me do you think do you think the game's just as much mental as, as it is physical oh 100 I, I agree with that um that wasn't that wasn't the case for me. I don't believe I've had that. I've had uh, in past years, I've had mental problems of knowing that hey, like I wasn't mentally ready for this fight, and I've 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 lost fights that I should have won. Um, that was a problem before the UFC, but I don't. I didn't feel that way for this fight. I knew I knew I belonged in the UFC. I knew this is where I wanted to be, and I knew I prepared for it. It just wasn't my night, and he, he just came out the victor, and that's just how it played out. It's funny you said uh, I knew I belonged in the UFC. I listened to an interview. I think it was with Cage Sided or something like that of yours a little over a year ago, and you said uh, I'm going to be in the UFC by the end of 2020. And uh, you know the pandemic hit, and you know you probably at one point felt like, man, this isn't going to happen. I said 2020. There's no way it's going to happen. And I mean, you were 33 years old coming into 2020. Did you feel like at any point that maybe it wasn't going to happen? Uh. Not a little bit, but not really. Um, like I said, I, I believe in thoughts become things, positive mindset towards everything. But uh, as soon as the pandemic hit, Kraus, uh, James Kraus, my coach, and Joe Wooster both texted me and said, hey, whatever you're doing, get your shit ready because everything's, everything's going crazy. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know who's going to drop out. We don't know what's going to happen there. So they literally texted me that day and said, hey, just be prepared for anything. And that's, that's kind of what I did. You're working with, you mentioned James Krause. He's one of the, uh, in my opinion, the best coaches in MMA right now. Describe how much it's meant uh, to you and, and your, you know, I guess your game plan and the way you fight to have someone like him in your corner. Man, you, 
you don't have coaches like him, right? You, you have the old school coaches who put you, I've been to other schools, I've been to different places. Um, and you don't have the same detail, you don't have the same organization that James Krause puts in the game. Uh, he's, he, he really sits down, he's a, he's a student of the game. He really, he really tries to understand the game and, and better himself and better his, his, his students. He doesn't care about fighting. He doesn't care. I mean, he, he loves fighting, but he doesn't, he'd rather be a better coach than a, than a UFC champion. If that makes any sense at all. Um, it's been fantastic. The dude's, the dude's so smart. And I, it's fun to watch him. I've been with him for about six years now. It's fun to watch his progression, not only as a fighter, but as a coach. Um, and then as a leader to lead other fighters and other coaches too. Uh, it's fun to watch. It's, it's, I, I posted on Instagram the other day. It says James Krause's post fight speeches are underrated because after every practice we sit down, he's like, Hey, I'm not going to rant. And it's 20 minutes later, but you're focusing because he's 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 dropping knowledge the whole time. And, and it's it's really impactful. It's really um, they say you are who you surround yourself with. And that whole room, we have, what, 13, 14 UFC fighters in one small glory room in Lee Summit. Like that's who you're surrounding yourself with. So, I mean, to, to have him, he's helped build that so much. So he's 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 you said it best. He's, he's the best coach out there. You, you don't you don't see people. Um, like when you listen to corners in, in UFC fights, they're like, hey, you're doing a great job. You can beat this guy, do this. Or D James Krause is literally coaching you. You can hear him in the background. He's literally coaching you. Hey, do this, do this, do this. He's looking for this. We're doing like, he's just the best coach uh, in the game, 100%. He had, in my opinion, one of the most badass moments I've seen stepping up on short notice, up arguably two divisions. I mean, the guys fought at lightweight. Yeah. He fought. At 185 on one day's notice. What was your thought when he said when he took that fight? That dude's a gangster. I text. It's <laughs> cross fighting. He's like, yep. I'm like, Jesus Christ. He's a gangster. He is. He's all about that. He's all about that life. He is. Um, it's not. It's he, he. A lot of people can preach about that stuff. Say, hey, be ready for whatever it is. Be ready for do this. And he's gonna lead by example. He's gonna do that. So it's hard. To, it's hard to expect a man like that. Going into this fight, who's been your your main training partners? I see uh, pictures of you training with guys like Julian Marquez, but who's been your uh, your main training par partner for this training camp? Uh, we got a lot of guys. We got a lot of good uh, up and coming pros, um, good wrestlers. A lot of college, a lot of college wrestlers. We got Mikey England, who's a savage. Uh, Drew or Devin Weber, he's he's a good college wrestler too. Uh, Grant Dawson, I train with Julian Marquez all the time too. Yeah. Uh, he's a training partner for my upcoming fight, so I've been with him a lot. Uh, we got a couple other guys, Zach Long, uh, just people wouldn't know about, but just good wrestlers, good, good boxers, just kind of a mix of what I'm looking for. Yeah, Grant Dawson's an absolute stud. I think the guy is going to be, uh, he's, he's going to be a future champion someday. Oh, I 100, I 100% agree with that. There's, uh, you know, throughout the pandemic, there, there was one main thing that everyone was talking about, and that was Fight Island. And I know you fought at the Apex. Did, did part of you wish like maybe I could go and experience this? Or are you happy back home in, in, in the United States? Yep. Uh, give me Vegas every time. Give me <laughs> Vegas every time. I, I want to be home Sunday. Do I want to fight Island? Uh, of course I do. It, it sounds cool. I'd really go to fight Island out of a pandemic, right? I don't want to fly, fly to Vegas, take a Corona test, fly 17 hours, take a Corona test, get quarantined in a hotel room for 48 hours, lose my freaking mind, and then <laughs> fight at 4 a.m like that that doesn't and then fly 17 hours home that doesn't sound good to me i'll i'll fly out tuesday i'll make my weight i'll beat cole cole williams and i'll fly home be home sunday that sounds way better than fight island yeah abu dhabi sounds cool uh the ferrari racetrack all that stuff it'd be a cool experience but not during a pandemic not during where i came you fought um you have like over 20 fights 
the one thing that everyone's been talking about too is the empty arena. I mean, it's got to feel weird walking out, not hearing anybody, not seeing anybody to your side. Uh, what was that experience like? And do you think that plays a factor into to, to your fighting style? Like, do you, do you are you someone that feeds off the crowd, or do you manage to drown all that out? Uh, there's it's, it's different every time. You know, sometimes I notice it, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I feed off it, sometimes I don't. Uh, the fight before the UFC was a, was a pretty big crowd, probably about 3,500 people, uh, and I had friends and families on the catwalk. I could high five them, and it was cool. It was a really good, it was a really good, uh, good atmosphere. Um, with Fight Island, I didn't really notice it. I was more like, like I had to focus on the fight. I had to be in tune with that. Uh, I do remember walking out and looking up at the big screen and seeing my face on it. And I smiled. And I remember just being like, I mean, if, if win, lose, or draw, I don't give a shit. I'm here. This is pretty cool for me. You know, I mean, this is a dream come true. So I kind of relaxed there. I didn't really realize there wasn't a crowd. But having no crowd also plays into, you know, having James Cross in your corner. You can hear that dude way better no matter what. So he gives great instructions, so it's easier to hear. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't care either way. Uh, I mean, you're, you're going to get fans regardless because it's on television, but I don't think it really plays up, plays too much into it. I want to talk about the last fight there on Fight Island for the second go-around. Khabib Nurmagomedov, Justin Gaethje, everybody's been talking about it. What's your opinion on the fight, and uh, what's your prediction if you have one? Man, I'm glad you asked that question. I really am. Uh, I've been watching a lot of pros picks on, on YouTube and a lot of people, and I'm like, what would I say? Um, man, it's Khabib. You can't, you can't bet against Khabib. 28-0, like 20, was it 28-0? Yeah. Uh, you can't bet against the dude. Justin Gaethje is an absolute savage. I think his, his footwork is completely underrated. Um, I think his power is – he has decent power. I, man, I still think it goes five rounds. I don't think anybody – I don't think Khabib finishes him, but I think Khabib comes out with the victory. Um, I think Gage is going to get up a couple times, but I still think Khabib's going to do what Khabib does and hold him down, beat him up. Uh, but I could be wrong. That's, that's the beauty of it. I could be wrong. Gage could smoke him in the first round. You never know. Gage has that ability. So Gage has the power, but it's also Khabib. You can't, you can't bet against Khabib. Yeah, I've been back and forth on this fight so many times because I'm a diehard Khabib fan, and no one's ever been able to to find a loop, like a hole in his game. I mean, we know his stand up's not amazing, but he dropped Connor. Like, I mean, he's he's done all that, and his wrestling is is amazing. But we haven't really seen Gaethje's wrestling, but we know it's we know it's yep. good. It's D one. So I've been back and forth, man. But it's kind of hard to pick against a guy who's undefeated. Yeah, uh, Khabib dropped Connor. Connor was worried about the takedown. I mean, you, you shoot a takedown, you have such good grappling. That's one of the things that makes Grant Dawson so dangerous. Like, Grant Dawson's striking is getting way, way better than it's ever been. But you have to worry about his takedown so much that he hits you with strikes and then takes you down. You're just like, what What do you do? So the same thing with Khabib. I think he beat Connor because Connor was so worried about the takedown that, that uh, Khabib could strike with him. Yeah, yeah, I, I've been back and forth, man. It's It's such a hard fight to pick, and... As a diehard Khabib fan, man, I do not want to see him lose. But if anyone's going to do it, I think it's Gagey. That's a fair statement. I don't think Tony had – I don't think Ferguson had a had a chance. I think Gagey's probably the, the best chance at beating Khabib. Yeah, I agree 100%. I built this uh, platform by making or, uh, making matchups after every fight. So after, like, the Izzy fight, I'd make a matchup with someone else and kind of got some followers because of that, and I started this. That Love being it. said – is there a uh, dream matchup for you? Someone that, you know, before it's all said and done, you'd be able, you'd want to say, you know what? 
I tested my skills against this guy, whether it's someone you like or dislike or just someone you've admired throughout your entire career. Oh, man. Uh, not somebody to admire. Not somebody I, I even give a shit about. Uh, I want to fight Mike Perry. I don't know why. I just want to fight Mike Perry. Uh, I think he's a crazy dude, but I think it'd be a – it's definitely fight of the night potential right there. Like, there's there's no doubt somebody's going to sleep. Uh, but I think it'd be I think it'd be a fun, exciting fight. Uh, that's just kind of where I've been in the past, you know, past year of – Trying to get in the UFC, who would I want to fight? Uh, and Mike Perry is one of those guys. Yeah, everybody calls out Mike Perry. Everybody loves Mike Perry or hates him, and that's the thing. Same times, like, I guess, want to fight Mike Perry. <laughs> so. um, one last question, and then I'll let you go. I've been asking um, different UFC fighters who I've had on um, this question. A lot of them come from different backgrounds. You know, Wonder Boy has karate. Some guys have wrestler yeah. wrestling backgrounds. That being said, who's who do you think is the greatest of all time? unbiased opinion based on whether it's wrestling or karate what who do you think is the greatest mixed martial artist of all time george st pierre barna george st pierre uh i you know like john jones probably one of the best fighters because he's you know he's, he's john jones but i think mixing it up i think mixed martial arts you break down who mixed martial artists is george st pierre barna yeah also, as a, as a, also my favorite fighter so like it is a biased opinion but at the same time it's not as a Canadian, I love that answer. I don't think there's a better answer. So I love it. Nailed it. Uh, that one last uh, in be before we go. People who haven't seen your 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 fights, what can they expect from you um, on October 31st? Yeah, man. Thanks for asking that. Uh, I'm an, I'm an explosive fighter. I, I cover distance really well. I have an overhand right from hell that if it touches people, they go to sleep. Uh, I do a really good job. So, like I said, George St. Pierre is, is is my pick, but he's also the guy I kind of idolized my career around. So I tried to do a good job of blending wrestling and striking and all that stuff together. So that's that's kind of what I do. I'm, I'm a good wrestler. I didn't wrestle in college, but I'm a good wrestler mixed in with really good striking and a lot of power. All right, man. Thank you very much for the time. I've been a fan of yours for a while. I'm glad you're in the UFC, and oh, I man. can't wait to see you fight on October 31st. I appreciate that so much. Thanks for having me on, man. All the best. Stay safe. Don't catch anything. I'll do my best.